This is a Neighbors United in Christ broadcast. Sowing in the morning, sowing seeds of kindness, sowing in the noontide and the dewy eve. Waiting for the harvest and the time of reaping, we shall come rejoicing, bringing in the sheaves. Bringing in the sheaves, bringing in the sheaves. We shall come rejoicing, bringing in the sheaves. Bringing in the sheaves, bringing in the sheaves. We shall come rejoicing, bringing in the sheaves. Sowing in the sunshine, sowing in the shadows, fearing neither clouds nor winter's chilling breeze. By and by the harvest and the labor ended, we shall come rejoicing, bringing Come rejoicing, bringing in the sheaves, bringing in the sheaves, bringing in the sheaves. We shall come rejoicing, bringing in the sheaves. Going forth with weeping, sowing for the master, though the loss sustained our spirit often grieves. When our weeping's over, he will bid us welcome. We shall come rejoicing, bringing in the sheaves. Bringing in the sheaves, bringing in the sheaves. We shall come rejoicing, bringing in the sheaves. Bringing in the sheaves, bringing in the sheaves. We shall come rejoicing, bringing in the sheaves. Because we do not carry 
Thanks, Jim and Debbie, for those beautiful old gospel tunes. Welcome to this worship service, good neighbors. You're listening to a Neighbors United in Christ parish worship service sponsored by the Lutheran churches of Deronda, Little Falls, and Trinity. My name is Pastor Greg Wilcox. Thanks today to Debbie Tag and Jim Haugerud, our musicians. Thanks to Kathy Christensen, who will be reading our lessons and sharing a children's message with us. And thanks to our recording engineer, Isaac Christensen, for keeping us on track and putting this recording together. Many thanks to each of you who are listening today or tonight, whatever time it is for you. You can listen to each weekly service live at 8 a.m. on WPCA Radio at 93.1 FM or live on their website at wpcaradio.org each Sunday morning. You can also listen anytime through our podcast, available on your smartphone via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or on our website, which is nuicparish.org. I encourage you to subscribe and listen to our services whenever you get the chance, and to our new services, which download each Sunday morning. If you'd like to help sponsor these services or donate to our ministry, you can contact us by phone at 715-268-9577, by mail at NUIC Parish, 1578 85th Avenue, Amory, Wisconsin, or through our website, which again is nuicparish.org. Today's radio broadcast is sponsored by Herbert Johnson, and he's sponsoring it because of his enjoyment for listening to the service each Sunday morning. Thanks, Herbert, for your generosity in sponsoring our broadcast today. I don't think I have any additional announcements at this time, so we'll continue with our service. Jesus said that where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst of them. Even though we aren't all together in a church today, we are gathered in Jesus' name and he is present with each of us, wherever we might be today. His presence with us is a gift we celebrate and proclaim as we worship together. We're in the season of Pentecost. 
As you participate in our worship today, you may want to have a green cloth to lay before you, a candle, a cross, and a Bible to follow along with our Bible readings for today. We'll also be doing communion at the end of our service today, so you may want to have ready some wine or grape juice, bread or a wafer for the communion part of the service towards the end. We continue our worship asking God to bless our time together in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please join me and listen as I read the confession of sins. Gracious God, have mercy on us. We confess that we have turned from you and given ourselves into the power of sin. We are truly sorry and humbly repent. In your compassion, forgive us our sins, known and unknown, things we have done and things we have failed to do. Turn us again to you, uphold us by your Spirit, so that we may live and serve you in newness of life through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Hear then God's promise of absolution. God, who is rich in mercy, loved us even when we were dead in sin and made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved. In the name of Jesus Christ, your sins are forgiven. Almighty God, strengthen you with power through the Holy Spirit, that Christ may live in your hearts through faith. Amen. Please listen now as Jim and Debbie come and share more songs with us. Jim and Debbie. Precious Lord, take my hand, lead me on, let me stand, I am tired, I am weak, I am worn, through the storm, through the night, lead me on to the light, take my hand, precious Lord, lead me When my way grows drear, precious Lord, linger near. When my life is almost gone, hear my cry, hear my call, hold my hand lest I fall. Take my hand, precious Lord, lead me darkness appears and the night draws near and the day is past and gone at the river I stand guide my feet hold my hand take my hand precious Lord lead me Precious Lord, take my hand, lead me on, let me stand. I am tired, I am weak, I am worn. Through the storm, through the night, lead me on to the light. Take my hand, precious Lord. Lead me home. 
thou art strong Jesus keep me from all wrong I'll be satisfied as long as I walk let me walk close to thee Granted, Jesus is my plea, daily walking close to Thee, let it be, dear Lord, let it be, Granted, Jesus is my plea, daily walking close to Thee, let it be, dear Lord, let it be, when my feeble Time for me will be no more. Guide me gently, safely o'er to thy kingdom shore, to thy shore. Just Granted, Jesus is my plea, daily walking close to Thee, let it be, dear Lord, let it be, Thanks again, Jim and Debbie, for those beautiful songs.
The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. Please join your hearts with mine as I pray the prayer of the day. Let us pray. Sovereign God, you turn your greatness into goodness for all the peoples of the earth. Shape us into willing servants for your kingdom and make us desire always only your will. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. I'll invite Kathy to come and read our lessons and share a children's message with us. Kathy? The first reading comes from Isaiah, the 53rd chapter, verses 4 through 12. But he endured the suffering that should have been ours, the pain that we should have bore. All the while, we thought that his suffering was punishment sent by God. But because of our sins, he was wounded, beaten because of the evil we did. We are healed by the punishment he suffered, made whole by the blows he received. All of us were like sheep that were lost, each of us going his own way. But the Lord made the punishment fall on him, the punishment all of us deserved. He was treated harshly, but endured it humbly. He never said a word like a lamb about to be slaughtered, like a sheep about to be sheared. He never said a word. He was arrested and sentenced and led off to die, and no one cared about his fate. He was put to death for the sins of our people. He was placed in the grave with evil men. He was buried with the rich, even though he had never committed a crime or ever told a lie. The Lord says, it will be my will that he should suffer. His death was a sacrifice to bring forgiveness, and so will, he will see his descendants, and he will live a long life, and through him my purpose will succeed. After a life of suffering, he will again have joy. He will know that he did not suffer in vain. My devoted, my devoted servant, with whom I am well pleased, will bear the punishment of many, and for his sake I will forgive them. And so I will give him a place of honor, a place among the great and powerful men. He will willingly give his life and share the fate of evil men. He took the place of many sinners and prayed that they might be forgiven. The psalm is from Psalm 91, verses 9 through 16. You have made the Lord your defender, the Most High, your protector, and so no disaster will strike you, no violence will come near your home. God will put his angels in charge of you to protect you wherever you go. He will hold up you up with his hands and keep you from hurting your feet on the stones. You will trample down lions and snakes, fierce lions and, snake, and poisonous snakes. God says, I will save those who love me and will protect those who know me as Lord. When they call to me, I will answer them. When they are in trouble, I will be with them. I will rescue them and honor them, and I will reward them with long life. I will save them. The last reading is from Hebrews, the fifth chapter, verses one through 10. Every high priest is chosen from his fellow men and appointed to serve God on their behalf to offer sacrifices and offerings for sins. 
See, since he himself is weak in many ways, he is able to be gentle with those who are ignorant and make mistakes. But because he is himself weak, he must offer sacrifice not only for the sins of the people, but also for his own sins. No one chooses for himself the honor of being a high priest. It is only by God's call that man is made a high priest, just as Aaron was. In the same way, Christ did not take up upon himself the honor of being a high priest. And God, instead, God said to him, you are my son. Today I have become your father. He also said in another place, you will be a priest forever as a successor of Melchizedek. In his life on earth, Jesus made his prayers and requests with loud cries and tears to God who could save him from death. Because he was humbled and voted, God heard him. Even though he was God's son, he learned through his suffering to be obedient. When he was made perfect, he became the source of eternal salvation for all those who obey him. And God declared him to be the high priest as the successor of Melchizedek. Here ends the readings. It's time now to talk with the young people in our parish. Hi, guys. Do you know the meaning of the word luck? Well, to have luck is to mean having good fortune or prosperity, having success. Or do you know what it's like to be lucky? Do you know what that means? Well, maybe let's say it in another way. You are so lucky. Have you ever heard anybody say that to you? But let's finish that statement. You are so lucky, for example, that you found that toy that was lost. Or how about this one? You are so lucky to have such a good friend to help you with those math problems. Well, as for myself, I can say that I'm so lucky that I know about Jesus. I think most of you, or if not all of you, could probably say the same thing, that you are so lucky that you know about Jesus. Jesus, who died on the cross to take away our sins. Jesus gives us our faith to believe in God. Jesus, who gives us grace, a protection by God given freely. Jesus, who gives us hope, to believe in a better life after we die. Jesus, who gives us strength, the power to believe in God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit. And Jesus, who gives us love, a feeling of kindness to one another. We are all lucky to know Jesus. So let us pray. Dear Jesus, sometimes we lose our way in this world, but if we look to you, Jesus, and let you in our hearts, we know that we are saved. We realize that we are lucky to know you, that you will take care of us forever. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm going to sing for you a song entitled, Jesus, Amen. I'd lose my mind if I faced one day on my own. 
I know I was saved the night that he gave this drifter's heart a home. Every night I should be on my knees. Lord knows how lucky I am. I'll never say near enough. Thank God for Jesus. Amen. This world has a way of shaking your faith. I've been broken again and again. But I need all the cracks in my shattered heart, cause that's where his love gets in. Every night I should be on my knees. Lord knows how lucky I am. I'll never say near enough. Thank God for Jesus. Amen. He gives me faith. He gives me grace, he gives me hope, he gives me strength, he gives me love, love without end. Thank God for Jesus, amen. Thanks for the moon and the stars up above, forgiveness of sin and your undying love. Every twist, every turn, for the way you made sure all my roads led to him. So tonight I will fall down on my knees, cause the Lord knows how lucky I am. I'm gonna shout at the top of my lungs, thank God for Jesus, amen. And thank God for Jesus, amen. He gives me faith, he gives me grace, he gives me hope, he gives me strength, he gives me love, love without end. Thank God for Jesus, amen. So tonight I will fall down on my knees cause the Lord knows how lucky I am. I'm gonna shout at the top of my lungs. Thank God for Jesus, amen. And thank God for Jesus, amen. He gives me faith, he gives me grace, he gives me hope, he gives me strength, he gives me love, love without end. Thank God for Jesus, amen. Thank God for Jesus, amen. Thank God for Jesus, amen. Thanks, Kathy, for reading our lessons and for that children's message and that beautiful song, Jesus, amen. The gospel lesson for this Sunday is from the Gospel of Mark the 10th chapter, verses 35 through 45. James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came forward to him and said to him, Teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we ask of you. And he said to them, What is it you want me to do for you? And they said to him, Grant us to sit, one at your right hand and one at your left, in your glory. But Jesus said to them, You don't know what you're asking. Are you able to drink the cup that I drink or be baptized with the baptism that I'll be baptized with? They replied, We are able. Then Jesus said to them, The cup that I drink you will drink, and with the baptism with which I am baptized you will be baptized. But to sit at my right hand or at my left is not mine to grant, but is for those for whom it has been prepared. When the ten heard this, they began to be angry with James and John. So Jesus called them and said to them, You know that among the Gentiles, those whom they recognize as their rulers lord it over them, and their great ones are tyrants over them. 
but it is not so among you. But whoever wishes to become great among you must be your servant, and whoever wishes to be first among you must be slave of all. For the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. The Gospel of our Lord. Dear friends in Christ, for the past number of weeks and the past number of gospel texts, we've been hearing an increasingly familiar story. Jesus, trying to prepare his disciples for what's coming, tells them that he is headed toward Jerusalem where he'll be betrayed, arrested, tortured, and killed. And his disciples simply can't or won't understand him. They continue to picture Jesus as a great earthly ruler and king. The disciples think that they'll bask in Jesus' reflected glory and power and that they, the disciples, will be great and powerful rulers with him. Jesus tells them in our gospel lesson today that that's not how God's kingdom works. If you want to be great in God's kingdom, you must be the servant of all. And the way to get ahead is to follow Jesus in a life of service, even if it means sacrifice and suffering. One of my first attempts at service, at being a public servant, was a funny and painful reminder of the truth of Jesus' words. I'd been a pastor at my first parish for less than a year, and things were going well, at least in my own estimation. I was catching on to the rhythms of preaching and teaching and visiting. I had a few funerals, a baptism, and a wedding or two. And then, at the beginning of my first summer in this small town in the Red River Valley, I was asked to be part of an upcoming event, a charitable fundraiser for a variety of important local causes that would help people and families in need. How could I refuse? The event was a basketball game between a traveling team of Minnesota Viking football players on one side and local celebrities, quote, unquote, on the other side. Apparently, as the new pastor in a town of 350 people, I qualified as a local celebrity, along with the PE teacher at the high school, the funeral home director, the owner of the local bar, and a few other assorted characters. The day of the big game came and the gym at the high school was packed. I knew I was in trouble when two things happened right at the beginning of the game. One, I ran out on the court with the other players dressed in my gym shorts and t-shirt and one of my confirmation kids, a 14-year-old girl, yelled out for everyone to hear, hey look, the pastor has knees, and everyone burst out laughing. And two, when we met the other team, the Vikings, at center court and shook their hands, I realized that I might not be able to use my right hand again for a week or two. Well, I'd like to think of myself as a pretty good basketball player. I'd played on the varsity team all through high school and in assorted pickup games through college and seminary, and I was still in pretty good shape. I don't know if you've ever tried to rebound against guys who are 6'5 or 6'6 and weigh about 280 pounds, but I discovered immediately that I was not up to the challenge. I think I got bounced around more than the basketball that game and managed to hobble off the court at halftime wondering what had hit me. We got creamed, of course, and Tithenol became my best friend for the next week or two. 
but the event was a big success and lots of money was raised for charity. And, parenthetically, I gained a whole new respect for just how incredibly athletic professional athletes really are. I was humbled and I was sore. Both my ego and my body was bruised. The truth of Jesus' words and the cost of being a servant was all too clear to me. In our gospel lesson today, James and John come to Jesus and say, we want you to do whatever we ask you. They're just like little children coming to their mom or dad saying, we want you to promise us something, but we aren't going to tell you what it is until you promise. It's almost as if they know that they're going to, what they're going to ask Jesus is something he won't be happy about and that he won't give them. Their request, we want to be big shots sitting next to you, Jesus, in your kingdom, makes the other disciples mad and becomes the occasion for Jesus to say, yet again, that God's perspective and God's values are completely opposite of the world's. And if you want to be great, to be big shots in God's kingdom, then you have to kneel down to stand out. And you have to give yourself away to get ahead. And you have to sacrifice to find what you're searching for. And you have to even suffer for others to discover wholeness and peace and life for yourself. And Jesus, of course, doesn't just talk about this. It is the very heart of his work, his mission, his life. And as he says at the end of the gospel lesson today, for the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. So because of Jesus, when we confessed our sins a few moments ago, we also found mercy and forgiveness. And because of Jesus, when we confess our faith in just a little bit, we'll be reminded that it's only because of Jesus that we have faith at all. And because of Jesus, when we take communion at the end of our service today, we'll hear again that Jesus, our suffering servant, our Savior and our Lord, gave his own body and blood upon the cross for each of us. And when we're struggling and hurting, when we're lonely and afraid, in the words of some very familiar songs that we often sing, well, we find hope and peace when the woes of life overtake us. Because of Jesus, we are led by a staff and rod of the Good Shepherd, who's also the Lamb of God. Because of Jesus, in the very midst of our burdens and our fears, we find a home and a place to lay down those heavy burdens. And because of Jesus, two wonders we confess, the wonder of his glorious love and of our own unworthiness. Finally, more even than all of that, there's a wonderful mystery here in Jesus' call to follow him into a life of service, an amazing promise that awaits each of us if we'll take Jesus at his word. Here's how I first discovered that mystery, that promise. Once a year, for many years, I led a small group of people on a short-term mission trip to Bogota, Colombia. Year after year I went, and the sad irony is that I soon got to feel like a big shot, because I was the leader of the group, and I made the decisions about our travel and our itinerary. We stayed at a convent, and the sisters gave me the biggest room, the one reserved for visiting priests. And I did the talking for the group when we visited churches and worked at the senior center and soup kitchen that we sponsored in an impoverished neighborhood, Soacha, just south of Bogota. And then one year, on one of those mission trips, 
A woman who'd signed up for the trip suggested we collect socks and shoes for the seniors. I resisted. It wasn't my idea, and it wasn't my plan, and I was the leader after all. She persisted until I gave in, ungraciously. She managed all the logistics, getting the seniors shoe sizes, and asked all of us going on the trip to buy five or six pairs of tennis shoes, along with comfortable socks, which we packed in with our luggage, hoping that the Colombian customs agents wouldn't go through our suitcases and ask why we were bringing so many tennis shoes into the country. We were pretty safe, because usually people smuggle stuff out of Colombia, not into it. The tennis shoe woman, as I came to think of her, worked with the Colombian Lutheran Church to bring all the seniors to a retreat center, and the woman assigned us all jobs to do at the little service, foot washing and giving away the new socks and tennis shoes and other things like that. I wasn't asked to speak, and I wasn't asked to preach at the service. No, I was assigned one of the foot washing stations. Kneeling at the feet of those seniors, gently bathing their battered and worn old feet, was one of the most humbling and one of the most moving experiences I'd ever had. This big shot had been taken down many notches, and I found there a sense of wonder and joy I had not known before. The seniors were transformed by their new tennis shoes, Nikes and Adidas and Pumas and K-Swiss, among others. They got up from the foot washing with their new socks and shoes and took a tentative step or two, and then... Literally, many of them began dancing with joy, so great was the warm comfort of their new shoes. And though I fought against it and gave in unwillingly, this chance to follow Jesus in humble service to help those in need was an experience I will never, never forget. I had discovered that you have to give yourself away to get ahead. You have to kneel down to stand out. You have to sacrifice to find what you're really searching and longing for. And sometimes you even have to suffer for those in need to find wholeness and peace and joy for yourself. If you choose this path, it's likely you won't ever be a big shot. But oh, you will be blessed. Amen. Jesus calls us o'er the tumult of our lives while restless sea. Day by day his clear voice sounding, saying, Christian, follow me. As of old Saint Andrew heard it by the Galilean lake, tuned from home in toil and Leaving all for Jesus' sake. Jesus calls us from the worship of the vain world's golden store. From each idol that would keep us saying, Christian, love me more. In our joys and in our sorrows, Days of toil and hours of ease Still he calls in cares and pleasures Christian love me more than these Jesus calls us by your mercy Savior may we hear your call Give our hearts to your obedience 
serve and love you best of all. Thanks for that beautiful song, Jim and Debbie. We continue then as we confess our faith together using the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Bless Debbie and Jim to come again and do our prayers of intercession. Please. Lord, listen to your children praying. Lord, send your Set free from sin and death and nourished by the word of truth, we join in prayer for all of God's creation. Holy One, for the gift of the church handed down through the ages, and for all who carry on the servant ministry of Jesus, we praise you. Send your Holy Spirit upon all who are discerning calls to ministry in its many forms, and equip them with your gifts. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. Creating one, for the lush and abundant habitat you provide for all your creatures, we praise you. Provide healing for the earth so that waterfowl, reptiles, wild horses, dolphins, and all living things flourish as you intend. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. Suffering one, for all who work toward peace and who lead nations with a servant's heart, we praise you. Bring justice for all who suffer violence, persecution, discrimination, hunger, poverty, and homelessness, and create places of refuge for all people. Hear us, O God. Merciful one, for all who do the work of healing in mind, body, and spirit, we praise you. Surround and comfort all who struggle with depression, anxiety, cancer, diabetes, dementia, or any illness. And today we remember those people, Debbie Bowe, Tammy and Kelsey Zamuda, Dave Flatten, Del Clausen, Marcia Helling, Rachel Seacrest, Julie Dubois, Christina Burgett, Pat and Lucille Trofe, Marna Brown, Mary Greiser, Vernon Lee, Helen Erickson, Gary Fredrickson, Sherm Olson, Rick Elmer, Randy Goblin, Maury and Lee Nicholson, Kirsten Overby, Andy Elmer, 
Larry Bazile, Leslie, Jim Wade, Tim Elmer, and Scott Morgan. We pray for them that all may be healed. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. Sustaining one, for all who volunteer for the vitality of this parish, we praise you. Strengthen and encourage greeters, ushers, office volunteers, bakers, counters, committee and group leaders, teachers, students, evangelists, singers, builders, nurturers, and all who serve with generous hearts. Hear us, O God. Confident that you hear us, O God, we boldly place our prayers into your hands. Through Jesus Christ, our truth and life. Amen. Lord, listen to your children praying. Lord, send your spirit in this place. Lord, listen to your children praying. Send us love. Send us power, send us grace. We continue as we do the sharing of the peace. Now may the peace of Christ be with you always. Amen. And I'll invite you to bless yourself or someone worshiping with you using the Trinity formula. You can do that by saying, be blessed or I am blessed. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. As people of faith, we are called to continue strengthening the ministry of the church, even when we are physically distant. We invite you to prayerfully consider making a donation to our parish, to the synod, or somewhere else where the work of the body of Christ is being done to love and serve our neighbors in need. And as you consider that, I'll invite Jim and Debbie to come again and do our offering song. While the world looks upon me as I struggle along, they say I have nothing, but they are so wrong. In my heart, I'm rejoicing, how I wish they could see. Thank you, Lord, for your blessings on me. For there's a roof up above me, I have a good place to sleep. There's food on my table and shoes on my feet. You gave me your love, Lord, and the fine family. Thank you, Lord, for your blessings on me. Well, I know I'm not wealthy. These clothes, they're not new. I don't have much money, but Lord, I have you. And to me, that's all that matters, though the world may not see. Thank you, Lord, for your blessings on me. For there's a roof up above me, 
on my feet. You gave me your love, Lord, and a fine family. Thank you, Lord, for your blessings on me. Yes, thank you, Lord, for your blessings on me. We'll continue then uh, with our communion part of the service, and I'll invite you then to get wafer or a piece of bread and your wine or grape juice and have that ready as we start our communion. When we celebrate Holy Communion, we gather with all the saints from every time and place to hear again the story of God's power and love shown to us through Jesus' life, death, and resurrection. I'll share now the words of the institution, then we'll pray together the Lord's Prayer, and then I'll invite you to eat the bread and drink the wine. Hear these words. In the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat, this is my body broken for you. Do this as oft as you eat it in remembrance of me. Again after supper he took the cup, and when he had given thanks he gave it to all to drink, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as oft as you drink it in remembrance of me. When we eat this bread and drink this wine, we proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Would you pray with me now the Lord's Prayer? Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Now let us taste and see that the Lord is good. Take the bread or the wafer, and as you eat it, hear this promise from Jesus. This is my body broken for you. Now take the wine or the grape juice and hear this promise from Jesus. This is my blood shed for you. Receive the communion blessing. Now may the body and blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ strengthen and preserve you to life everlasting. And with that communion blessing, receive the benediction. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace, serve the Lord, thanks be to God. We'll have our closing song. Happiness is to know the Savior Living a life within his favor Having a change in my behavior A new creation, Jesus and me, 
in close relation, having a part in his salvation. Happiness is the Lord. Real joy is mine, no matter if teardrops start. I've found the secret. It's Forgiven, living a life that's worth the living, taking a trip that leads to heaven. Happiness is the Lord. Be not dismayed, whatever God will. listening to a Neighbors United in Christ broadcast. Our podcast is supported by our three congregations of Deronda, Little Falls, and Trinity Lutheran Churches, our small town churches in Amory, Wisconsin. Our pastor today is the Reverend Greg Wilcox. If you feel so moved to donate, please visit us online at nuicparish.org. That's nuicparish.org. Until next time. No matter what may be the test, God will take